0: If you're tired of toxic hustle culture, overwhelm and busy, busy, busy mentality, and you're craving a way to create more impact without doing more, this episode is for you. We're bringing in spirits perspective to highlight how you can realign your mind, body and spirit for more flow in your life. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, Certified Psychic Medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki Master Teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. I am so excited that I can say that we have made it a year with this podcast. This is our 52nd episode. We put out a podcast every single week. I feel like this has been, you know, almost another child <laughs> in a way. And I am I just feel like this is a milestone that I want to celebrate and acknowledge. And I want to say thank you for being with us on this journey and being a part of our Modern Life and Spirit family, I just really feel a lot of extra love and appreciation and gratitude for our one-year anniversary today. (laughs) So, I'm Christina Wooten, and I'm a certified psychic medium. I'm here with Robert Wooten, certified Reiki master teacher. Hello. I wanted to talk about time today. Not because it was, you know, our year anniversary, but just that's what wanted to be talked about today, which is sometimes what happens. You know, we sit down and what wants to be talked about today? And there's, you know, a higher message from the universe. And the message that kept coming up was around time and the relativity of time, the concept of time, this, you know, ever present taskmaster drumbeat of time that sometimes we can't get away from it seems. And I know in a lot of the groups that I'm in and conversations that have been coming up recently, people are talking about moving to a four day work week or really trying to bring more balance into their life or making sure they're having, especially as you're coming into the holidays, time where it's more balanced with family. And so this lingering question underneath is how do we get away from the busy, get away from the doing and the activity and this taskmaster of time, and really embrace it? And how do we look at it from a different perspective? And when I'm doing readings, very often, I'll have loved ones who have crossed over who are coming through to give some messages, and they share things about, I wish that I had done things differently with my time. I wish that I wasn't working 12 hours. I wish that I wasn't, you know, putting all of my focus on these other areas of life and then leaving the leftovers for what was really important.
1: The truth is we all have the same amount of time given in a day and it becomes how do we prioritize that time? What is the importance of the time in the, that we do have to use in the way that we intend to use it versus being used by it? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes that's the way we look at it. We are being used by time. We're not using our time.
0: Right. When I go to spirit and spirit's perspective is always, listen, here's the soul truth. You have the time that you need to do what you need to do. And if it didn't get done, it didn't need to get done period.
1: Didn't you just have a quote somewhere that said, nature does not hurry, yet all things are accomplished? Mm -hmm.
0: I did. It's actually right out front in our garden right now, a little plaque. And it's true, you know, you can't take the bud, you can't force a flower to open in a certain time or you destroy it from the outside. And time really isn't the issue, right? Time is, in a way, makes life sweeter. It, you know, pushes our ability to choose, it requires us to determine values, it brings out some, you know, interesting elements, it's never the enemy. But our ego gets engaged and gets in this, sometimes it's a competitive part of ourselves of, you know, we've got to push forward, Of need to accomplish all these things. And those things, most of the time are in the head, right? Not in the heart area. The sad thing for me, and I'm not sure if this is the case for everyone, I think some of our listeners, you know, you guys will probably relate to this, is the more that I get super productive and my brain gets da 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 -da, like it's checking off all these boxes in the to-do list, unfortunately, that comes at a cost of not feeling as present in what I am doing and not feeling the heart, not feeling the flow, not feeling the flex, not not loving and being in love with the things that are happening. There is a balance to be had between bringing the heart along, bringing a clear energy along so that you can create a bigger impact versus diluting yourself through And let's say diluting and diluting yourself in productivity mindset, because in the big picture, if I look back sometimes on what I've done during the week, I'm like, oh, look at I did this and this and this and this, you know, but if I died tomorrow, am I going to say like, I'm really glad I did this one little thing on my website today? I'm really no. No. What I would be excited about is how much heart I brought to something. And if I'm really honest, when I'm super productive mode and I'm overwhelmed and I'm stressed and I'm overloaded, I'm not in that space. Right? I think that's fair to say that we probably all have that experience.
1: Yeah, you're right. The question is, is what impact does it have? Right. And so I think it's important to measure our time usage based on the impact you can have as well.
0: Yeah. And that's really what I wanted to try and dig in today. And also as a reminder to myself of how important it is to not get caught up in the whirlpool that can feel like activity and hustle and move and go. I really love to create things and to do things. And so sometimes I get so excited at the beginning of the year because there's these all these projects I want to do all at one time. But when it comes down to impact, when you're able to bring your heart, when you're able to have a very clear focus and a clear energy, when you are able to express the highest and best and bring your higher self into it, to bring your intuition into things, because the busier you get, the less you're listening to your intuition all the time. So it becomes that, you know, place of, I would rather create less things, but do them very well, do them with heart, do them with purpose. And uh, one thing I do to just help manage my mindset, and I'll pass this on for you guys as well, is I use the intuitive booster, the daily intuitive booster, I'll link it in the show notes, you can also find it in the description wherever you're getting your podcast. But there's three spots for goals for the day, you know, this, these are the check marks that I really want to make sure and get to. And when I fill those out, I do that right after I've met and communicated with my guides. And what I always think is interesting is before I walk into that talk with my guides about what I think is these are the things we've got to do today. Like beforehand, I have all these like long list of priorities and yada yada. And by the end, when I've communicated with my guides, it's so shining and clear what I really do need to do. And I can narrow it down into those three things. And the other stuff is bonus or filler stuff. But those are the three things that I can do well. And usually it's not the stuff that I think going into it. When you have the clarity, you can focus on this makes a difference versus this is busy work.
1: It would be like the mailroom clerk at a huge corporation has some ideas of what he thinks he should be doing during the day or what should be done during the day. And then he meets with the CEO and the CEO lays out the bigger picture plan of what the directive of the business is.
0: Maybe. I think what happens in my experience, is that I'll walk into it with knowledge, like okay, I'm leading. This is these are the things that I need to do. I'm thinking in my brain, this got to happen, and I, you know I need to produce this. I've got to create this. But what I'm met with is wisdom, and the wisdom says, "Do you need to do that? Why?" And it asks the important questions, and then I get more clarity, and then I get more understanding of what. Really isn't significant, so yeah. In that case, I'm definitely the mail clerk, and you know, learning and creating more wisdom there. So, I was uh, talking to Spirit about when we're in that space or in periods of life that are really demanding a lot from us, when they're asking us to show up on levels that we just you know, physically are like, Oh, my gosh, I just don't know. I don't know if I can just rise again today and do this when it's asking us to, to deliver, you know, you're, you're showing up for your family in a really strong way. And suddenly, something kind of falls apart in another area that you can't ignore that you have to deal with as well. It's, there are these, you know, fluctuations in life. And when you get into that space, a feeling like you're out of time, feeling super stressed, getting overwhelmed, like life has become the tsunami, (laughs) or especially if you start getting into that space of dreaming of things like being out of control, what do we reorient ourselves with? And, you know, of course, the reminder to me, which has come in, and also, I think, has a very grounding effect is what I said earlier, is you have the time that you need in order to do what you need to do. And, if it didn't get done, then it didn't need to be done. And everything else is just my ego stuff. My ego, like, whining about it or being upset about it or like, but I really wanted that goal to happen today or I really needed this. You know, sometimes it's an invitation of maybe not. Maybe there's a new way to do it. So so the questions that Spirit gave me are just the, the mindsets, the way to approach this were three let's call them thought bubbles, because they're not just questions, they're like little thought bubbles. One, do you need to ask for help, which seems like a duh, right? Do You need to ask for help. Do you have this story of like having to be in control or having to do it all of yourself? Are you fiercely independent? Maybe you just aren't trusting other people, or realizing that it's truly safe for you to be supported. As I was talking to Spirit about this, They were showing me the difference between the separation and interconnectedness. And if you're struggling with being able to ask for help, if you find that you're always that person who, like the things fall on your back, or you're trying to support everyone all the time and you don't know how to ask for extra help, then you're living in separation. You're living in fear. You're not living in interconnectedness. And that separation ultimately leaves us to feel a spiritual emptiness, a hollowness, a, you know, crisis that we eventually have to realign with and recommune with nature, with spirit, with the world, with our communities in and of themselves. So do you need to ask for help? So the second question or thought bubble is, how can I make this easy? How could you make it easy so if you're faced with an overwhelming task if you don't know how to handle it if you are on this you know un deadline how possibly could it be any easier could you do it in a different way is it inviting something that lets you embrace more ease perhaps so instead of pre-record you do something live instead of you know showing up in this way it's- are you
1: overthinking it is the question
0: yeah i mean I think that's the real key is it's not about people. This is about you asking you, how can you make it easier? Is there a way to do things with more ease? Is there a way to do it with more grace? Is there a way to just be a lot more compassionate with yourself? Is there a way to just say, could I do this in such a way that even brings me joy, even brings me happiness, brings fun? It lets you kind of play into a little bit more of a creative space of not being stuck in the concept of what you think it has to be and opening to some other possibilities of what could be. Because sometimes it's that question of could I make it easier for myself really gives you a gift in that you can do it better sometimes. There's this expectation that I have to like, work so hard and do it like it has to be so miserable and like difficult or challenge or something has to happen that's just really tough.
1: So to connect that to our our theme of time then you would say that if something is too easy and doesn't take enough time then you didn't put enough effort into it and so there must take more time it must be harder in order for you to feel like you've worked for it.
0: Yeah or I think it won't have good dividends.
1: So how do you make it easy?
0: Really truly if you ask your spirit guides to help you find an easier way to do something and still receive the same results, you will get some insights. It it's always that they have this whole different perspective outside of our ego brains that get in, stuck in the boxes. It's like I have this visualization of being in the labyrinth and you're like just walking up against the wall. Like you keep backing up, like, let me try it again, walking against the wall. They're like, if you'll just turn around, like you'll see that there's an entirely like, new pathway. Maybe you look there.
1: I think quite often easy sometimes is a, a new, finding a new tool to make it easier. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know, if you're going to try to use a pair of pliers to take off a stuck bolt, that's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. But if you had an impact wrench, you know, to take it off for you, that's mm-hmm. easier.
0: Yep. Yeah, I do. I think a recent example of that that I did is using Google dictation. That's been really, really helpful. And it, it came from this exact question of how can I make this easier? This is taking so long. This is stressful. This is tiring. Like this feels like a drain in energy. But I can talk. I can talk. That's no big deal. So that solution, which has helped me tremendously, is like made everything just so much faster, came from this exact question. So
1: you found a tool that moved it into your wheelhouse.
0: Right, exactly. So the last one is, what's the story that I'm telling myself about this? It might sound something like, if I don't do it this way, then I'm not good enough. Or if I can't handle all of this, then I'm weak and... Maybe I should just look at all the other people in the world who are suffering and just be quiet and accept everything, like hold everything on my back like Atlas and not acknowledge, like totally bypass my own um, personal stuff and issues. And most of the time, the stories are really what's toxic. It's not always the activity. It's not the busyness. It's, you know, the ideas that we have about what it means. And when those are challenging belief systems, when they bring up aspects of, well, it has to be hard or else, you know, I'm not deserving. Or if it's not a struggle, then I won't be able to really be proud of myself at the end and pat myself on the back and go like, Woo, you did it. You're better because you've done this. You know, I think there's so much to be said for as souls, we have intrinsic value And I know that we we talk about on a soul level, okay, I'm going through this journey to grow and to be better and experience this certain level of consciousness, but our soul exists in a state of perfection as it is, perfectly. And we're experiencing a human version of that. And there's beauty in being able to look at the imperfect aspects of ourselves and realize that it's a reflection of perfection.
1: I like that. That's very nice.
0: When you get that clarity for yourself about where things might be out of alignment or what a new perspective might be that you could take on, it invites us to look at, okay, with that being said, how do I choose to have more heart, more intuition, more impact, more meaning, rather than the busy and the stuff, which is ultimately part of the Maya, the illusion, this deception of meaning, which sometimes uh, isn't the case. And I, I'm thinking about people who they just go and, you know, you're so busy and work, 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 and do, do, do. And 20 years down the road, they look back and realize, why am I doing this? What am I doing this for? I hate this. <laughs> Why am I showing up for this every day and this crisis has to happen to realign and to, you know, completely reinvent. You know, it's like the butterfly we have to completely turn into goo to start anew. And those are very hard challenging lessons. If we're not listening along the way, then somewhere there's a reckoning. So you can either Deal with it in process where you're creating balance, where you're you know inviting connection and interconnection and support, where you're standing on these principles, or there's a reckoning for it later, whether it's in your help, whether it's in having to completely realign and realize this isn't who you are. This isn't your value system. Being connected, it's about your values, really living your values, not getting too caught up in the ego story of trying to compete with other people and knowing that you have your own pace. So in the Native American animal totems, turtle is strong earth medicine. But it also teaches us about keeping a pace. And so does elk. And with that being said, everybody has their own pace, you might need a slower process because you're bringing things deeper you're integrating on a deep level, you're growing internally in a powerful way. So your focus is inward, and you're digesting along the way, versus I got to move fast, you know, and go, go, go. If you're trying to move at, you know, the pace that isn't your pace, that puts you at jeopardy. Ultimately, And it means you're going to skip your lessons, you're going to skip your experiences, and ultimately that reckoning is coming anyway. Why not have the pleasure of accepting and embracing our pacing and embracing that when we're in that space of alignment, when we're in the heart, when we're in the intuition, we are doing more because we're doing our real work, we're creating the real impact, and our energy is clear. So that's my final thoughts for today is... Getting into your value system, getting clear on where you are, what kind of feelings were caught up as as we were talking through this today, what things were triggered, what resistance did you feel (laughs) when we said like, oh, maybe you could release or let go and your insides went, ah, I can't do that because X, Y, Z. Maybe that's where you start exploring. You know, what is that story within you that says you couldn't let it go? Because truth is, you could let anything go, and it would be a whole new realm of consciousness. And maybe you don't need to. But if we're really resistant, we're not able to be incredibly flexible in our mindset and creative and powerful in that way. And especially, I think, with women, you know, our capacity for flexibility and creativity is, is very strong, but it comes from being in a flow. So in short, time isn't the enemy, and the truth is, you aren't either. Even that you know, mindset that causes you difficulty or challenge isn't the enemy either. It's about seeing time as a value, seeing it as a resource, in a way that you can, you can use that resource to express your true nature, your true self. And the question is, if you look at your life right now, if you look back on your week, is that where you are now? And if it's not, things can change in a moment just by having that awareness. Now you move it from the unconscious realm into conscious choice of now when I, you know, move into my next decisions, am I aligning with a new way of being, with my soul's power way of being, with my flow, or am I, you know, back in the busy? I think the invitation is if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, not 100%, but most of the time, busy shouldn't feel like busy. If you've enjoyed our podcast, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate us wherever you get our podcasts so that we can still be here for you and share information that supports you in your integration between modern life and spirit. Until next time, many blessings.
1: The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. The information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.